Welcome to Back to Pod of Greed, the one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored guy by Kyber Corp, the best in corporate. You may be surprised to find us here on Pod of Greed. You may be surprised to find us on the very same episode on the show we play and discuss a lot of things from corporate to EV to this week is episode 17. And to give big shout out for anyone attending the tournament, that you are awesome listeners. Thanks for coming along and for the great game. Thanks. Thanks, uh, Kyber Bot, for generating a script for us. Uh, yeah, what the fuck is up, Julius? Uh, I'm Sarah, also known as Sinking in the Dock with my bay. Hmm. Uh, I'm uh, Dan Silva, a.k.a. Uh... Oh, shit. I I had it. Uh, Duke Devlin to go. <laughs> and I'm Elliot, reminding you to cross on the green, not in between. It's an American thing. Yeah. I it it's it's a line okay. in the dub. It's good. Oh, um, okay. 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 It's, yeah, it's good. Just just oh, I... rest assured that it's funny. Hmm. Uh I guess the dub being an American thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. I cannot wait okay. to find out about it. So out of our five hosts, I am the only one who showed up for part two. Or sorry. I it's just kind of funny to me that that uh yeah. No, it's it's really good. Like, um, I I like I cannot remember what you guys talked. I did listen to the episode. Wait, I edited the episode, um, but I cannot remember for the life of me what you guys talked about. So I cannot wait for you to be the only thread of like continuity through these episodes. Yeah, yeah. I was happy that uh, I was happy that when I slipped on uh, part three, they gave me a little recap. Oh, I just I just watched them all like straight through, and it was like so good that I got to watch them. Yeah, uh, I I'm glad that I've watched these. These were pretty good episodes. I personally I don't think these two were quite as good as the first two, but they had a lot of strong moments in them. Yeah, yeah, I do think the first two are a bit more. These they, these finish it up really well, but like everything that the first two like start is just like amazing. Hmm. Okay, so it happened. Like, so Joey, Joey, Joey got norted. Yeah, Yugi uh, is baby is my first note, and he hmm. become baby because he give necklace to Joey. My first note is the exact opposite, which is Yugi looking like a snack in that tank. He hmm. <laughs> does. It does. It's a good look. Contrasting opinions on the Pot of Greed podcast. An array. Uh, anyway, today we're discussing uh, season two, episodes twenty-eight and twenty-nine. Uh, if you're watching, yeah, the that is uh, the first one we're discussing is "Friends Till the End," part three. Uh, uh, why do they call it in in the Japanese? Yeah, and for us, it's episode seventy-seven, "Countdown to Despair." Um, I hmm. do think that out of the quartet of this duel, that the third episode is kind of the weakest. Um, it does yeah. feel like it's biding time for the finale, because um, yeah. all that really happens is that more life points are more, more life points are lost, or kind of things count down. Um, yeah, I feel like we never really need a four part duel. Yeah, they they could have kind of condensed this a bit, but like it's there's still some good bits. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, my my first note to start out this episode that like I love how Yugi's aim in this deal has absolutely nothing to do with winning or losing. Like he's on bringing Jonochi back to being being himself. Just he just loves his friends that much. Wait, hello. We were all just taking a moment of silence to think about how much Yugi loves his friends. That's deserving of a moment of just. Like he gave away the millennium, like it was, yeah. Just... Good podcast audio. <laughs> um. So uh, Joey has the millennium puzzle here, uh, and Malik is like, throw him into the sea. Um. 
Pharaoh, yeah. Pharaoh's soul will die. Um, so we get, you know, we get what is known in the business as a callback to the very first episode of season zero, whenever yeah. Joey threw a piece of the puzzle in the sea. Yeah. Hmm. He goes to do again, but then. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I just want to note this really good line. Uh, Merrick may be able to control Joey's mind, but he can't control Joey's heart. And that's oh. very clear in this next bit because, like, Merrick can't make Joey throw the puzzle piece into the ocean. Like, now, yeah. I also wrote that line down, and immediately under it, I wrote because Joey has no mind. Hmm. He does have no brain. He, his brain is smooth like a river rock. Malik tried to take control of, of Joey's brain, but unfortunately, Joey is a fucking dumbass and cannot be controlled. Hmm. Doesn't have thoughts, only friendship yeah. powering him, and it's it's sure powerful now because like he just kind of screams and which he does a lot during these episodes. Yeah, just starting out against Malik and being like, "Oh, I'm not going to throw this puzzle piece in the like," because we have this flashback to um what happened in the first episode of episode zero season of course doesn't happen in this anime but we see it anyway Billy yeah. Man and all that stuff um for me i've got a note that like there's a really good that smooth saxophone that we sometimes hear during flashbacks like it's back again baby and i love it so much god i wish we had a saxophone oh, me too i've got a couple of notes for this part um one i like I think this has been pointed out before, but I love that the captions on Netflix phonetically spell out Joey's Brooklyn accent. Um, mm. And then I also have uh, Merrick when he starts screaming because Joey won't throw the puzzle into the ocean. Uh, he appears to jump out of his chair and knock over some sort of like cooler or something. Oh, yeah. And I've simply written cracking open a cold one with the rare hunters thanks yeah it's there's like two shots in these episodes where he's like just chilling in his yacht like playing with ice like he does like he uses the ice as like as kind of some vague kind of metaphor like he puts all the ice in the glass and then some of it falls out which coincides with his dialogue but it's just kind of he's just kind of randomly playing with ice is the thing Hmm. um yeah, so um, yeah, the the kind of jo- Joey has ceased to be a person and is only a list in this because like he, well, after he refuses to throw the puzzle in the ocean, he's like, no, I don't care about this three thousand year old. I yeah. I'm a duelist and I'm gonna duel. So he's still the thing is that his like weird Norton logic is he's still definitely gonna beat up Yugi, but now he's doing it for Joey reasons. Hmm. Are we human huh. or are we dualist? And we are all one race, the gamer race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's see. He he instead places uh, two cards face down, I think. Red Eyes is starting to regain its strength. Yeah, so Yugi summons uh, Beta Cuck, the Magna wa- Magnet <laughs> Warrior, and Joey summons Panther Warrior. Shit, is uh, it Beta? The Chad Panther Warrior. <laughs> it is, in fact, Beta. I thought it was Alpha because I've just written on Alpha the Chadnet Warrior. Hmm. Uh, well, we got Beta. Maybe maybe it's Alpha in the sub and Beta in the dub for some reason that's. Uh, it, it is. No, I, like do, it, I, got, I got it wrong. I got it wrong. Ah. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so. What happens next is, like, Rocket Warrior transforms into a sort of... They call it an invincible mode. Uh, like it becomes Rocket. Yeah. and I like, like Rocket Warrior. Merrick cool. wants to have him, like, turn it to attack Red Eyes, but, like, instead, like, Joey throws it, or deliberately throws the fight and refuses and, like, attacks a different thing? I can't remember. Attacks uh, Beta the uh, Manlet Warrior. Yeah. 
and, and you, yeah, since... this is when um Marek like starts yelling and like breaking his ice because like Joey didn't do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Um and then he goes on a rant like, Oh fuck you, Joey, alright, that's fine. After this deal is done, I'm killing you as well as Yugi. Yeah. Um Let's see. Panther Warriors to... Yeah. yeah. Panther Warriors down to nothing and we cut to Serenity. Uh this is just a little filler scene. All I have written is uh they're wondering where Joey is, and Duke's eyeliner game is beyond belief. Oh my god, it is. So it's good. really good. Like, he's just fashion icon here, you know? Um, like, I'm not even joking, I do. Like, the, mm -hmm. the headband? The, the headband? I like it. Um, yeah, they, they kind of, they're like, we gotta find the finals, because that's where Joey's gonna be. Um, so they, they're like, okay, we've got to find someone with six locator, locator cards. Like, I wonder who that's going to be. Hmm. Yeah. There's a bit where, like, Serenity's worried and Duke, like, accidentally worries her further and Tristan gets mad at him for it. Um, oh, yeah, he's like, well, Joey will be at the finals, assuming he hasn't been kidnapped by ghouls. And Serenity's like, hoopsed. Hmm. Uh, uh, then we cut back to the duel, and yeah, it, I don't really know what's happening because what I've written for this scene is Yugi is small. I mean, that's that's Yugi. Wow. Um, yeah, he summons uh, Archfiend of Milther, um, mm -hmm. to quote Max's uh, fun nickname. In the I just Archfiend of Gilfer is basically Devilman. Um, like he looks like that. Um, but, you know, Devilman's just there, and that kind of... Because it's, it's like, not a play that relates to Joey's heart in any way, like, this doesn't do anything to help. Yeah. Um, kind of nothing happens. Yeah, so, like, uh, Beast of Gilfer, which, uh, which Beta was sacrificed for, uh, destroys Rocket Warrior, Joey loses some life points. Uh, there's a bit about, like, how Red Eyes has only, like, 900 LP, and I think we cut back to uh, 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 Serenity and Pals and like they run into the rare hunters and then like then what happens next is like they try to split up so like they'll, so, like, they'll only get one of them and like what happens next after that is that Duke and Serenity very nearly get run over by my Valentine yeah what and happens my yells and in the dub my yells cross on the green dot in between oh my god fucking four kids being like not, not here is road safety rules yeah children. there's another bit somewhere around here where she talks about road safety it's great <laughs> i mean Look, she does it's like probably funnier than whatever she said in the sub what did she yeah. say um but basically what happens for us is instead of like splitting up for fucking strategic i don't Honda is basically like the girls are chasing them, and Honda's like, I'll deal with them while like going to fist fight them. So he stays behind to like fight them physically while uh, Duke and Jessica run away. And then when they're uh, when they nearly get run over by my Valentine, um, my is like, What the fuck are you? What the fuck are you? And the line they say is, Sorry, lady, but there's some weirdos chasing us, which kind of immediately my seems to clock that this is definitely something that Joey would be involved in. Um, Everything really mm. like, and then we kind of oh, cut. So you, yeah. Uh, so, so you didn't get the scene in the sub, maybe that we got where um, Duke Devlin is holding Serenity's hand because she is blind and needs somebody to hold her hand and lead her around the city. And Tristan does the thing that I always fantasized about doing the couples in high school, which is just walking in between their clasped hands to separate them. Um, oh my we god! Do get, I do remember that shot of Honda coming between them to separate them, um, but I didn't write anything down about it because I don't want to think about it. Mm. Yeah, I did. I, for that part, <laughs> I simply wrote Tristan drop dead challenge. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, like he gets back after beating the shit out of four ghouls. Um, and then Mai um, is like, get in losers, we're going shopping. Yeah, uh, let's see. They have a wee conversation while driving. Is this where she talks about road safety? Uh, I think we've there's like a scene in between this bit and that bit where like we see more of a uh, Yugi and Joey dueling, and like Yugi tries to like remember 
remind Joey of, like, Duelist Kingdom and Serenity, and there's a nice little flashback about it. And yeah, Merrick oh, yeah, that's, a, that's, and... In a, that's in, I think, that's, like, the next one. I've got, right after they cut away from Mai's car, it's just, like, Yugi expositioning about the anchors again in case we forget, and then it goes back to um, Tristan and Serenity and the gang explaining what's going on to Mai. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've got it now. Yeah. Yeah, in in our uh, well, at least in my, I don't know what happened to my in yours, but like as she like they end up telling her that Joey is in danger at Domino Pier, and as soon as she hears that, she just like the car. Oh yeah, that's really good. Races off to save him. That definitely still happens. There's just like a line somewhere about I can't remember like. I don't remember. I think there was she reminds something. us to buckle up. Maybe that was it. Like, how, uh, are we gonna, how, how are four kids going to encourage American children not to speed in their cars? Um, oh, she said, don't try this at home. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, in Japan, we're all definitely encouraged to race around the place, obviously. Um, yeah, uh, and then we cut see. back to the vigil and the, the kind of remember Shizuka speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some more stuff with the duel where, like, where, like, uh, J- like, Merrick, or Joey Nort tries to, like, use Skull Dice and Graceful Dice at the same time to sort of stack odds in his favor, but, but, like, Yugi activates D-Spell and destroys Graceful Dice, and Skull Dice rolls a two, which isn't enough to, like, fuck, o- fuck them over, so Guilford destroys the Panther Warrior. Uh... Oh, uh, I, I do want to mention that um, the kind of uh, what Marek's current monologue is, is that like, because he can't really control Joey very well, um, what he's trying to do is just kind of stop Joey from dealing at all so that they'll just both die when they're yeah, the, zero. Yeah, there's right, a bit about that. That seems to be that. the strategy here. Also, there is now five minutes left before the, before the duel is forcibly ended. And I think at this point, uh, my and pals arrive at uh, the pier, and Serenity is gonna take off the bandages, but like Taya shouts at her to not do it because she's worried like Serenity will get traumatized from seeing this whole thing. Oh yeah, it's okay. So whenever they rock up in their just they, their big car and they rock up, and then they, everyone jumps out of the car. And then what happens is basically that scene in Shrek 2 when everyone's yelling each other's names for five minutes. Hmm. Like, they just jump out. Honda's like, Joey! And they just... Donkey yells, Donkey, you know? You guys not yeah. get that in the dub? Yeah, no, I get, I get what you're talking about. I, okay. I was okay. what you're putting down. No worries. Um, I have the line here. I'd like to know what Kaiba says at this point in the sub because in the dub, Kaiba says that Yuki and Joey need to figure something out soon or they'll both be fish food. Well, I can definitely understand why you guys didn't get the line that we got in the sub in the dub because what Kaiba says is it's a death duel. Hmm. Why is this ominous voice? It's <laughs> honestly, it's kind of like Kaiba is shown in these episodes to be like genuinely shook by this duel and like the intensity of it and how fucked up it is. Like he doesn't like it. No, um, and I think in the dub they're trying to like play it a little more like Kaiba is only worried because he like has to repay a debt to Taya because she saved Mokuba. Hmm. Uh, what else? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do like that four kids will um, explicitly drown you or crush you to death, but no punching. Like, I, mean... I was a little bit confused because like Every kind of two minutes in my episode, it was kind of like, they're going to die. This is a death duel. This is a duel to the death. Die, die, death, join, crush. So, yeah, I was kind of a bit curious as to how Forkis was dealing with that. I mean, they are still they are still saying you will be pulled to the bottom of the sea or you will be crushed by a crate. I mean, they're okay. not saying you will die, but it's like, I mean, the there is no other outcome to drowning. Hmm. Yeah. Like, death is mostly inferred. It's, uh, let's see, I think the episode ends with, like, Joey drawing a card that Merrick knows could end the duel. Yeah, 
Yeah, and this cliffhanger is like, oh, is he going to use it? Is he not going to use it? Woo. Mm. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, mm. End of episode, Queen's of Games. Hell yeah. Y'all game? Dick Dorkin's voice, we are all. what you've been playing uh so currently as of this recording there's an event going on called uh let me check the name the steam spring cleaning event which it's just like this thing they started last year where where like they'll set up a bunch of they'll make like a bunch of challenges where you like explore your backlog a bit and they'll like give you like little rewards on steam nothing the only really notable thing I've gotten are like some coupons and a, a fancy badge, uh, but I like doing it. It's it's a nice enough incentive. Uh, been exploring different games. Uh, one of the things I've see there's two things I could talk about, but I'm trying to decide which one. I think I'll talk about uh, Grim Dawn, which is one of the games I got. Which they're letting you play for free for the weekend. Which Grim Dawn is this uh, vaguely Warhammer esque. I don't think it's actually Warhammer, but Warhammer esque uh, Diablo clone. You like run around, do quests, mostly hit guys and collect loot. Uh, I've I played like half an hour of that, maybe an hour. It it's a decent amount of fun. I like it. Elliot. Oh, sorry, I was on push to talk and I forgot and I just I was just talking. Anyway, welcome to Elliot's App Corner. Uh, <laughs> as somebody who does not own a console and only owns a Samsung Galaxy and a Chromebook, my gaming options are a little limited. However, I've discovered recently one of the best games of all time is now an app. Y'all hear about Stardew oh, Valley? What's the game? Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Uh, think Harvest Moon for the 2019 crowd. It's a farming simulator, uh, and there is so much more. There are 12 marriageable bachelors in the town, all bisexual, so you can uh, make your character however you want, and it's fine. Uh, there's mm-hmm. lots of characters with personalities. Some are nice, and some are mean and uh see there's lots of fun little secrets to discover i'm currently on a quest to bring the mayor some truffle oil the quest text simply reads he won't tell you why he needs it maybe it's none of your business (laughs) this is so adorable i love this it's very it's very cute uh yeah it's a good game i've played it farming simulator with magic involved from the wizard that lives in the forest to these little creatures that repair bridges for you in the night. Oh, wow. Uh, it's updated quite a bit uh, since I played version 1.0 years ago when it first came out. Uh, notable, notable changes include more bachelors and bachelorettes, the option for a divorce, and in an upsetting turn, an option for a witch to turn your children into doves, removing them from the game permanently. Yeah. Your children from I don't I've never gotten to the point where I had children in the game, but I've heard like people didn't like them because they seemed really weird. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's it's a you can just turn them into doves, and uh, yeah. he's very careful about the language. It simply says they will be removed from the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, yeah, that's what. Anyway, I- that's what I. That's- that's what I've been playing. Thanks for visiting Elliot's App Corner, the official uh, app reviewer of the segment of the podcast of the show of the card game. Um, and actually, I I could actually talk about a game because this week is the oh, week that sure. I finally uh, learned the ways of the Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. I, I uh, played, guys, guys, I played Yu-Gi-Oh. I did it. Hell did it. We got... Yeah, you know, me, me and, me and uh, Red, how do we say? on Deal Links, uh, not Deal Links, Yu-Gi-Oh! Pro, uh, like the other leads had a few weeks back, and it was fine. Um, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! Pro is pretty, you can, I, as a dyslexic, 
and as the Yu-Gi-Oh cards have a lot of information on them and there's only a certain amount of time in which you have to read them um it was quite it was a it was a bit of a stressful experience for me but we got through it by just kind of randomly clicking on things in the Yu-Gi-Oh Pro UI uh and we got there eventually did win a few games lose a few games and all in all it was very fun and um looking forward to having a deck and like actually learning what it does so i don't have to like try and read my cards under a time limit which oh my god yeah yeah Um, that sounds far too stressful (laughs) yeah yeah and yeah it was good and that's i that's my game i have a game uh so i'm not allowed to talk about a pokemon are those are those the rules uh i don't think i don't think so but if you want to talk talk about about Pokemon? pokemon if you want to uh, that's that's there's only so many Pokemon. We're definitely gonna do more than like seven hundred episodes, so we've gotta save them, you know? I mean Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. Um actually, you know what? We that's that's bullshit. That's bullshit and I know it. I'm gonna talk about a Pokemon. I've oh, just fuck decided. Yeah. I've just decided Oh Helioptile. Helioptile. Helioptile um, nice. This is number six hundred ninety-four. Helioptile. I'm assuming that their ears, the big, long, beautiful ears on their beautiful, cute little, like kind of spin around, so they can take mm. off like a helicopter. Hmm. That would be very good. I mean, also Helios, meaning like sunshine in Greek, because the, the flavor text here says that they can generate their energy from basking in the sun. Food is not. They could photosynthesize. Oh my god. I love, I love this Pokemon. I look at this. It's fucking cute. It can photosynthesize. Yeah. In my mind, it can take off the ground like a helicopter. Hmm. And it's, it's yellow. Cool. It's electric and normal, so I, I don't think so. But it can def. Hmm. My, my, okay, my conditions, my criteria. If. This Pokemon were able to use its ears to spin around like a helicopter and take off, it would get a five. However, if it cannot do that, it it's only a three point five. Hmm. I see. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know the answer to that one. Okay, so I guess it's we'll move on to yeah. Attack me! Yeah. Last turn of destiny. What Friends, you- Friends till the end, King part title. four. <laughs> So the first note I have is uh, somebody once again explaining that Taya will be crushed by a large shipping crate uh, if something goes awry in the stool and Taya screaming, I'll be fine. Yeah. We have a slightly different spin on that because she's just she's screaming for someone to stop this deal and that it does not matter to her if she dies. Just stop the deal at any cost like just fucking kill me stop this deal and like damn answer that's damn that's metal that's metal mm. as fuck like dancers they're metal yeah um and this is kind of really gets through to kaiba who starts getting like real stressed about all this like he's looking very stressed um and like whispers like something into his collar yeah like, he, he have a plan um yeah. So next is this sequence where Joy starts to, where we're I like, love the sequence. Joy remembers Duelist Kingdom, and there's like this series of quick flashbacks. Versus, like, yeah. I think I just, before we get onto that, because I want to um, mention that, like, a for us anyway, like this is a sub dialogue. Just um, so Marek is like ranting some more about at Joey, like trying to get him to use the card that he drew at the end of the last episode, like cards that kill Yugi instantly. Card, um, I think that's Marek, still, yeah, yeah. Marek like makes the big mistake uh, of mentioning memories, um, which mm. then prompts Joey to go through this crisis of flashbacks, yeah. Um, and a lot of the upcoming dialogue has stuff to do with memories. Hmm. Um, which I don't know if you guys have. I'll chip in with it when we get there. But yeah, we've got we've got Duelist Kingdom flash. We've got a lot of Duelist Kingdom flashbacks. Yeah, Merrick still goes on about how like Merrick, her, how like Joey has no mind and no memory, and 
no past. And okay, okay, yeah. So there is stuff yeah. about the past. That's good, yeah. Yeah. So the way this goes... So uh, what's the first yeah. one? The first one is uh, uh, him, him uh, getting... Or beating Mai with Thousand Dragon, then getting Red Eyes from Rex Raptor, then using Red Red Eyes with Yugi to beat the Paradox Twins, then uh, oh yeah, Kaiba calling him a dog and telling him that he belongs on his knees. Yeah, like out of all the flashbacks that we have, that one's in there as well. And I'm like, thanks, Joey. Thank, Thank you, you. Joey. Thank you, Joey. And I guess this. This continues into the next bit where where uh, Mai tells him to get up and to stop feeling sorry for himself or something like that. Oh yeah, from the Pegasus finale. Yeah. Where he like. Oh, then the, then I think the next one is him beating Bandit Keith. Then there's one with him dueling against Yugi, and then Yugi giving him the crap the prize money, and then it jumps ahead a bit to uh to him getting a card from Esperoba. Him beating Weevil, and being beating Mako, and one last one of Joey just remembering how how he he's friends with Yugi, and they'll do anything to stop Merrick. Yeah, honestly, all the flashbacks kind of feel like oh shit, we forgot to put these in the clip episode. Let's put them in now. <laughs> Probably, honestly. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. Marek has like a line because um, he's like still kind of shouting at Joey in during this flashback and when he comes back from the flashbacks um, Marek says like gain, gain the memory of killing your friend in order to achieve victory Jonuichu and Joey's just like I don't want that memory carved into my heart and I, it was really intense and those little lines of dialogue just kind of got me I don't know yeah that's more or less there. They just replaced kill with destroy. Uh, let's see. Destroying doesn't hurt anyone. It's fine. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, like, yeah, basically Joey's fighting against Merrick with the power of friendship. Yeah. And, like, he's he is doing it. Like, he's, he's doing the thing, like, and the episode is, um, the words fuck yeah so like he's nearly broken through the mind control and like it's kind of like he is he is gonna do it but the thing is there's only a minute left on the countdown they like don't have the time to wait for joey to break yeah and then Um. for me this is the speech of the episode that yugi gives oh this is really good yeah what do you guys have so Yugi's basically goading on Merrick and like he tells him like like no matter what there's neither he is going to lose nor is Joey's going to lose. The person who's really going to lose is Merrick. Merrick can't control Joey anymore, and in doing so he can't win. And like it's pretty much exactly it's a, the same. It's so it's good. a great speech, but I was also like, okay, but I think he kind of wins if you guys both die. Hmm. Yeah, but what um what Yugi says like to that is like even if this anchor breaks and we both get dragged into the sea and die, well then Malik, your defeat will be carved into your memories forever. So just fucking tell him, bitch. Hmm. Um, but it it also Malik does, but the thing is, like, it works. Amalek does just get real mad about it, even though he could still just kill them both. But he's still mad about it because Yugi's just giving him a real good roast session. Hmm. Uh-huh. So Merrick, in his fury, basically tries to supernort Joey. Just... Yeah, he sort of sets Millennium Rod to maximum. Hmm. And and he makes him play uh tries to make him play Meteor of Destruction, which is the card that would let it would cause Yugi to lose immediately. And yeah, it's basically the ninth level spell Meteor Storm from D D. Yeah. So he does he does play it, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, he does. And then Yuki uh, counters with the card called Mystical Ref Panel in the dub, which we cut to Kaiba to um, explain what the card does. And it boils down to Yuki can basically choose to kill Joey or himself. Yeah. Do you guys have the scene of, um, like, Joey alone inside his own mind amongst the Oh, yeah. That's. It's an incredible shot. I. Because it, it's 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 good. Yeah. Um, because like, visit Marek like fully wargs into Joey and like has like the eye on his forehead. Mm-hmm. Um, the glowing eye. Um, which then cuts to Joey inside his own mind, like just barely aware of anything. Um, but then he sees. Um, like, you know, fucking fire raining down from the sky about to kill y- Yugi, and then, like, he like he screams out, um, does his longest yell ever, and then, like, just the, the, the shot then is of the eye on Marek's forehead just, like, shattering, and then Joey waking up, his eyes go back to normal and stuff, just in time to see, like, the biggest fucking fireball coming down onto Yugi. Yeah. Which- Oh, she's like, oh, you can't look at this. It's gonna scar you for life. But you know, I mean, the first thing Joey sees when he gets denorded is his friend. Yeah. Uh, so there's 30 seconds left. So Kaiba sends in a chopper from Kaiba Court that is specifically stated to be remote controlled. Uh, Kaiba invented drones. I guess he Kaiba did. Corp drone strike. Kaiba. Oh my God. Kaiba Corp extremely would like drone strike. Mm. Game shops. Hmm. So, the Kaibacorp chapter starts heading, flying over, and what happens next is Kaiba says, wait till he gets a taste of my blue eyes, and he throws his blue eyes white dragon card at the rare hunter to basically stun him, and then knees him in the face. Okay. What we it get is, is that Kaiba is about to Kaiba like goes to draw a card in order to like eat it, and the whole time he's like thinking like, oh my god, I pr- hope this not hope this isn't a really good card. I hope this isn't a really good card. I hope this is a shitty card. I hope this is not my best card. And then afterwards, whenever it like he throws like it works and makes the person drop the detonator button, whenever he goes to retrieve it, he's like, oh shit, this was my blue eyes. I could have lost this. Hmm. That's yeah, okay, good, that makes actually. no sense because I was wondering why on earth he specifically used his blue eyes. Kaiba yeah. is Kaiba is a messy bitch who loves drama. He is extra. And I love him. Oh, um, uh, I forgot to say this in the last episode. This isn't really um really related, but I noticed I made a note last episode that we see when we get a close up on Merrick's face, we see his um, left eye kind of start twitching in a weird way, like kind of the huh. left side of his face, like twitching in a weird way. And have you, you guys have both seen this whole series before, right? Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize that that was like kind of the the, the later on stuff uh, was kind of foreshadowed here, which is really interesting. Huh. I didn't notice. Yeah, that, that was. The, I didn't pick that up on my um, on my rewatch last year because it was just like a very small moment, and I didn't, I didn't see it happening in this episode. But it was just there for a second last episode, and I was like, "Oh, that's a cool little bit of foreshadowing." Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Anyway, back on track. Yeah. So the Kaibacorp helicopter just like drives its way into uh, the crate and just knocks knocks it off balance so it falls into the sea. Yeah, and yeah, the, 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 this is the, the crate that was going to crush Anzu. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and also uh, it should be noted that helicopter was empty, um, so, you know, no one's dying here. And yeah, basically yet another successful rescue from Seto Kaiba. Anzu is fine. So they get yeah. Anzu out of the cyber chair and they're like, right, time to go save Yugi and Joey. Uh, but it's a little bit late for that. Um, yeah, they have 30 seconds to make it out. But thankfully, Joey has a plan. So Joey makes Red Eyes attack himself so that the- Yugi gets the key. 
But, 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 did, did, oh, did, sorry. Did, first, did, what happens first? Sorry, did, I was misreading my notes. Yuki sacrifices himself for the duel so he can save Joey, and Joey gets the key. But Joey doesn't want to lose Yugi either, so he makes Red Eyes attack himself so Yugi also gets the key. And it's at this point that Serenity takes off the bandages to see Joey swinging tr- dramatically to Yugi so he can uncuff him. Important question. Do, does Yugi say, Joey, I love you, just before hitting himself with a ninth level meteor strike? Oh, fucking I, not. That would be gay. Yeah. Because, like, it's like, oh my god. It's just like, he just... Before, like, the reason he says, like, the reason I played the fucking, the mystical naked elf lady, the card thingy that holds the meteor strike in reserve, like, he's just like, so I could say everything I want to say to you for the last time, and then just, like, says all his last goodbyes, and then is just like, I love you, and then fucking, he literally fucking sets himself face down and ends his life. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was a good goodbye speech in the dub, but it sounds like it was like way better in the sub. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I did kind of lose my shit. Okay, partially, 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 the reason that I lost my shit is because it was the exact um, uh, uh, words, but um, the exact. Uh, um, Take your time. Exact screenshot shot free free frame. Got there. Okay. The reason I lost my shit was because it, the exact frame uh, was of like Yugi lying face down on the dock was from the Twitter meme. I set myself face down and end my turn, which is where we got our outro from. Mm. Um, so that was part of the reason that I was losing my shit is because I saw that um, frame of this anime, which is, is art really. Um, One perfect shot. One perfect shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like one perfect shot is a good title for this episode because he did shoot himself in the self. So anyway, um, Joey's swinging across the place. Yeah, uh, Joey's he was like kind of a Doth Rocky yell in the dub. <laughs> oh <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> He, I mean, it does... was, I mean, it was like a, I mean, it was more like a Tarzan like thing. Yeah. But <laughs> he he yells. He swings across to uncuff Yugi, and Serenity takes off her bandages at this point, and and sees him swinging dramatically, and the anchor starts to fall, and Tristan tries to like save him, but. It turns out now Joey and Yugi are both in the ocean. So yeah. Joey just does while underwater unchains Yugi and it's I know that it's like how Oh wait, Joey first, say first he oh, sends um sorry, first he sends or he says some card bullshit about like making about forcing red eyes to attack him so he also goes down to zero life points so both of their Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. We, did you say we, that already? I yeah, think I covered that. Covered that. So I'm bad. Sorry. Although so, it like, is uh, interesting to note that the reason that Red Eyes was able to do this uh, was because of like a secondary effect of Meteor Strike. Hmm. Um, it, it was like, oh, this card means that I the, the attacked player is allowed to return attack. Red Eyes attack me. Um, yeah. It is very cool that like Red Eyes listens to him because mm-hmm. um, of like the what are the cards and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the other thing that uh, might be good to note before this moment is that, like, before he did his Tarzan antics, he didn't bother getting his own key to, like, his yeah. own manacle. Like, he just goes straight for Yugi. It's just like, these fucking idiots, like, they're so busy trying to save each other and not themselves that in the end, like, no one gets saved, potentially. Um, yeah. So, like, Yugi, Joey. Managed to uncuff Yugi, and I want to note that Joey is saving Yugi from drowning, just like Yugi saved Joey from drowning back in the beginning of Duelist Kingdom. Oh, it's very good. Oh, yay! 
when he when he jumped off after the Exodia cards. Yeah. Yeah. Say goodbye to Exodia. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's just there's a real like intense moment here, and like the sound design is really nice. Like it's just like really quiet, and like like mm. it's silence with just like a few water noises, and a kind of, you know, Joey like thinks to himself like I'm sorry, Yugi, and there's just like little echoes on their thoughts, and it was just it was a really nice moment, um, or just not nice. It was intense. Yeah, it was good. So, what happens next is like. Yugi's friends are all freaking out because Joey's going down and Joey didn't take his key, but someone does have the key. It's Serenity. Serenity has the key. She jumps it into the water, saves Joey, and I write, wrote down, fuck yeah, in all caps. For the fucking first time, Serenity, like, isn't just doing what people tell her to. Like, fucking finally yeah. she does things. Oh, man. And okay, actually, that shot of Serenity diving into the water is actually one perfect shot. That JPEG. Perfect dive. Did, yeah. Like, 10 out of 10, or 6 out of 6, or however they rank dives. How do they rank dives? I don't know. You think I know about sports? I'm not going to take the time to Google this right now, but it's perfect. Nope, me neither. Um... I like the thing I love about it is that like you know Honda is, is like fishing Yugi out of the water and then the gang are like all right okay we gotta get Joey's key but like Shizuka is just already on it she's so far ahead of the the squad. Um, you know we we cut down to underwater where Joey is struggling with his wee manacle is like ah of course Yugi's key doesn't fit my shackle and gives up his last breath and just kind of loses all hope he's just kind of sitting there like. Am I going to die? <laughs> the light to see a figure coming for him, uh, which is Shizuka. Mm -hmm. He's a really rolls. fucking good swimmer. Yeah, and they like, are she, all back she... up on shore, and it's a very cute little reunion, and Seto, Seto's, Seto Kaiba is just, like, hanging back, arms crossed, like, thinking about Battle City. Yeah. yeah. Um, he says, like, oh, he forgot to take his own key because it was more important to take off his jill disc so it didn't get wet. I'm amazed at his stupidity. Um, oh, that's, a, that's such a good line. What hmm. does he say for you guys? Like, anything? He literally just, like, says, okay, well, now that this bullshit's over, I can get back to thinking about card games. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. For the next line that he says is even more because it's the wildest thing that Kaiba has ever said or will ever say which is he says huh Joey has leveled up to an average duelist like fucking character development or what amazing iconic mm. um you admitted that Joey can maybe amazing. duel um I do actually um want that there's there are some manga differences here um all right hit us with, hit us with them so, you know the way Serenity was the person who saved Joey in this and it was really, really good? Yeah. Uh, oh, that was really good. That was better than what happened in the manga. But, um, so she doesn't save Joey in the manga. Instead, the person who saves Joey is kind of Kaiba. Huh. He doesn't jump Elaborate. in the water or anything. Basically, all he does is that they've all, you know, say so the gang are bringing Yugi out of the water, and then Kaiba walks over, picks up Joey's key, and then just kind of stands over the dock where Joey is sinking, like, looks down for a second, takes his fucking sweet time, looks at Joey's key, and then just kind of slowly just, like, bloop, drops it in the water, um, where Joey is able to, like, get it and unlock himself mm. and then come back up. I think Serenity um, taking charge is more interesting. Serenity is way better. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's way better, but I like that, too. I like that there's yeah. an option in the yeah. manga. Yeah. Um, and then I think there's, like, a, a, some little dialogue after that where um, Kaiba is like, I saved your life, or Joey is like, I can't believe you. They acknowledge it, and it's it's fun and good. Um, but this this is way better. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention at the start of this episode that like it's sunset and throughout oh, yeah. this whole episode, like the the horizon has been like yellow orangey. Um mm -hmm. and like now it's like proper sunset. Um as uh, Joey is there like apologizing to Yugi for being 
important yeah. thing to have to apologize for because it wasn't you you were norted. Yeah. So like yeah, he goes into a bit about apologizing and his friends his friends like try to first my talks tries to talk Wait, sense to him. Yeah. I talk does, sense does, into does him? Does my does my slap him in the sub? Uh, yeah. I, See, that's what I thought, because we, just, we, we just cut to a scene, like, Mai's talking, and then we cut, and Mai's still talking, and Joey is holding his cheek, and I was like, ah, that's a classic for kids cut. Mm. Yeah, no, it was like a Phil slap. She's just like, stop feeling pathetic for yourself. Yeah, so... Don't, don't, don't hit other people. I guess, yeah. But... But but it's kind of fun though. But don't hit other people though. Like, yeah, no, it's, don't do it. But uh, it's kind of fun. yeah. Don't do a hit. Don't do it, even though <laughs> don't do the super fun hitting. Don't do the super fun speed driving. Don't do the super fun uh, death deals. No. Yeah, and and Shizuka talks to Joey as well. Um. Like she says stuff like, oh, "You helped, you helped me get the courage to see again." Like, don't be, don't be, feel so sorry for yourself. And like they hug, and it's real nice. Yeah, Joey does say, "Serenity, you can see now." <laughs> mm. Yeah, is good to me. Thank you, for, thanks for kids. Um, Joey gives Yugi back his Millennium Puzzle. I really like how uh, Yugi takes it and just holds it and kind of like gives Yami an update on the situation. Oh yeah. Like, hey, oh, other me, everything went fine. Oh, that was so Yugi. cute. We get a little. We actually get a little speech about Yugi being like, "Yami, I'm so glad you believed in me and let me handle this by myself. Like, I, I'm so glad that I have you, but I'm also like really glad to know that I can hold my own if I need to." Yeah, we might get something like that. I didn't write it down. Yeah. What I did write is that Yami's kind of response um, to this is he's like, Yugi, you, you've taught me that kindness, like with this deal, you've taught me that kindness and friendship can overcome. They mm. will come when you will surpass me for sure, mate. Yeah. Uh, um, I think- somebody says, I'm glad we're all together now. And we cut to Kaiba and Mokuba and Mokuba just smiles and nods like he needs friends so badly. Let Mokuba be part of the main cast. Let him hang out. Yeah. 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 Kaiba leaves dramatically and now they have to get to the finals. It's yeah. the he, end of the episode. Yeah, he leaves the, he says a line uh for us about like Yugi, tell your other self that you have taught me the answer and then walks away dramatically. The thing is I can't remember what the question was. <laughs> uh, I don't either because what in the dub uh, y- Yugi says hey we couldn't have done this without you and Kaiba says whatever and walks away <laughs> yeah like it was some- because I think that like it was like questioning like Yugi like, what are you going to do when you uh, have to fight your best friend to the death like what are you going to do about it so I think that's to do with that but mm. I'm not Sure. Oh, Kaiba also says, looks like the Geek Squad is back together. Oh yeah, that happens. God, Kaiba's such an asshole and I love it. He's perfect in every way. Yeah. So that's the end of the episode. It's night. They have to get to the finals. Who knows what happens next? Uh, let's see. Next is beyond... the questions, by the way. Yeah, I, 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 we didn't get. I don't think I sent out for them this week. Uh, so that leaves us with uh, Beyond Toon World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon World. Uh, this week, I'm going over Yugi Moto's uh, Japanese voice actor, Shunsuke Kazuma. 
uh, as opposed to, well, his proper uh, voice actor, as opposed to his his uh, season zero voice actor, Megumi Ogata. I miss Megumi Ogata so much. Yeah. I, I. So, Shunsuke Kazuma was born June seventeenth, nineteen eighty three, in Sumida, Tokyo. He he actually only has one voice acting credit, or which is well, he's he's only been two done two voice acting things. He was oh, really? in yeah, so he has been the voice of Yugi Moto in pretty much all of Yu Gi Oh after season zero, and his other voice acting credit is from Up on Pop- Poppy Hill, which is a twenty eleven uh drama film. Uh, animated drama film. He, his real specialty, however, is in film, television, and theater and stage. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff, a lot of television roles. It looks like a lot of dramas. Uh, I don't quite a few uh theater roles. Uh, apparently, in two thousand four to two thousand five, he was a uh, Chino in a production of West Side Story that was in Aoyama Theater in Tokyo and Oryx Theater in Osaka. Oh, fuck uh, yeah. There's a lot of no, roles I'm just here that... thinking of Yugi as Chino. Mm. It's yeah. fun to me to support. Uh, there's a lot of roles here I regrettably, I regrettably don't know much about a Japanese live-action drama, so... I, I'll just list off a couple, but I don't really know anything about them. Uh, June to I, uh, Perfect Sun, uh, Kinpachi Sensei. Uh, he's been in some films like uh, Pedal Dance, Z Island, Black Widow Business. Uh, it looks like he was very recently in, let's see, a TV miniseries called Survival Wedding. And as well as uh, the one of uh, NHK's a- annual Taiga dramas, uh, this one called Segodan, which is about, let's see, the historical figure Takamori Saigo. I, I regrettably don't know as much about uh, Japanese television and film and whatnot as I uh. ought to to really give like, go in depth, but... That's what I can tell. Uh, in 2011, he received a Television Drama Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor in Soridomo and Ikite Yuko. And for that, those same roles, he got a Best Supporting Actor at the 66 Japan Broadcast, Tele- Broadcast Film Arts Award. I just think it's really like, kind of fun that you're like you're like this quite reasonably prolific uh live action actor and you know you're in stuff and then you're just also fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! like that's pretty sick that yeah. extremely rule um like hi i'm Yu-Gi-Oh! for life hmm yeah he Not has just been... for christmas yeah Sorry. he's been yugi in every yugi things after season zero so so, so that like you're you're on you're like you're doing your actor thing, actor things. You're in a new TV show, and then like your agent calls you up, and you're like, "Got another Yu one for you." Like, let's just it's just so fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He uh, must really. He, I think he must really like voicing Yugi, because it sounds like uh, he's like he's making that like sweet film and TV money. Yeah. God love uh, is it. that a podcast? I think that's a podcast. Uh, let's see. Do you want to want to just say that uh, uh, entries are closed for our tournament? Uh, we have uh, ten beautiful uh, competitors, and uh, I might just I might actually just uh, get the names for those because there are some fun names, and I would like to share yeah. them with the. Con- They're really good. Uh... Let me find it for a sec. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't heard these, so I'm excited. They're, oh, they're, they're great. I'm just gonna um, on open. Um, okay, so, so these are some of the names. See if you can maybe. Um, so uh, we have Draxer Cedron, um, who is a, a, a 
sort of Atlantean duelist uh, who learnt to duel from some cards that he found in a dolphin's mouth. Um, there is, of oh, course, yeah. Zeke Flambe, a duelist extraordinaire. Um, there's Joshua Vance, who controls liches and ghouls and vampires and undead. Uh, there is Ray oh, Light, um, who comes from an alternative universe uh, and uses a deck based on dimensional control. There is Maxine Max Sliders, uh, who is a giant Amazonian woman who has the cat fridge, you look like ants to me, I love that. There is Horace Riordan, who is, uh, well... Well, we his name's Zaset. He's... Uh, is that? He's, oh, yeah, 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 I, I misread it. Yeah, his name is Zaset, and he is a servant of Horus. Oh, like his okay. name's Horus? Okay, I just got it, I just got it. Um, we have Kyle playing, who's Valentina Constance, and oh my, really sexy. There's no ugly cards in my deck. Um, there is Arthur Opod, um, who will be playing. Played by Maxi. Er, Max. There is Anthony Tony Bananas, um, who rolls his deck on the flip of a coin. Uh, and then lastly, we have Steel Heistman who has given up stealing in exchange for dueling. Stealing, steal is my name, and also, I mean, was once my game, is his catchphrase. So thank you everyone for these yeah. wonderful characters. Uh, currently the plan is, because it's a 10 competitor, uh, because in order to get 10 competitors into a proper tournament bracket, the current plan is us, the four kids, will take our characters and duel against each other for the first for the first round and then whoever remains will go up against uh the our listeners who have decided to contribute uh yeah just so we have like a neat little eight seed bracket yeah uh i will be your i will be as duke devlin's cheerleaders were uh, yeah Bring you all on and making the loser uh, into a dog. Elliot, for you, I will dress up as in a, in a dog costume. Hmm. Yeah, see, this doesn't seem like a punishment because I feel like a lot of people in our chat are furries. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it just seems like like if like Dan, if you lose, you're just like not allowed to be in a fursuit. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And uh, yeah. Um, it's going to be fun. Uh, oh, I think next week we're not going to have an episode. Um, yeah. But we will be streaming the games uh, all week. Uh, Dan, where is that going to be? Do you know? Uh, well, my current plan, barring any, barring anything else, I will be uh, uh, hosting it on Twitch. Uh, that should be at, uh, let me check my channel's name, uh, twitch.tv slash Mike Dawson was a zero. Uh, that's one word, no underscores. Uh, zero instead of an O. Uh, we'll we'll post uh, links to the, the streams in the Discord and on the Twitter and stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. Probably going to be like afternoons, evenings, uh, yeah. Eastern Standard Time, um, from what I can tell from when all the dealists are free and stuff. So we'll be kind of doing that all week. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Come hang out with us. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have to say? Uh, oh, you can uh, rate and review us on iTunes. You can follow us on. You can follow us either at 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 Pod of Greed Cast on Twitter. You can follow our Tumblr podofgreed.tumblr.com. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, join our Discord. Um, join our Discord. Uh, if uh, I have been sorry, go go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I am. I am Dan Silva. You can find me on Twitter at at Mike underscore Dawson was a zero. You can find me at my comedy blog at Xbox underscore Holiday. Uh, happy Memorial Day, Xbox. Uh, you can. Let's see. I'd like to give a quick shout out to my friend uh, Maxi Satan. She <laughs> recently had a music video made of her song "Out of the Bunker." Just want to shout that out. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. 
Yeah, um, I, I also have a shout out actually. Um, oh, go ahead. I I was on uh, a very good podcast called "Podcasting Is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses," uh, which is uh, run by friends of the the me, Roy and Fallon, um, who talk about uh, Chinese donghua modao zushi, um, which is a very very good anime, basically um, about the twink who invented necromancy. If I guys mm. should all come and listen to that podcast and watch the donkwa and it's really fun uh also read the novel because it's explicitly gay what mm. do you say Alex? sorry i said i have also i've been watching it and it's very extremely good mm. so good and i um, love it yeah Sorry, I'm Elliot. You can find me at on Twitter at CardLayers. I have no other forms of social media because they are all the devil, but I participate regardless. Who are you, Sarah? And yeah, uh, I'm Sarah. You can find me everywhere at Sarah Mick Costumes. You can also visit my new website, which I have built, which is sarahmcclintock.com. Um, I, I spent the week building a website and it was... Well, what do you advertise on your website, Sarah? Uh, just, I do costumes. If you want to commission me to make you a really cool costume for a great deal of money, um, it will be worth it, I can promise you. Um, then you can come to our website. Um, oh, also, I did reopen my dice shop, if anyone remembers that. Oh, yeah, um, really big dice. Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash really big dice. Uh, and you can use the discount code, the discount code KaibaCorp for 21% off. Goodbye, dealists. See you. I place one card face down and fall into the ocean. <laughs> ah.